Hiya, babe. Say, how about a little... Ouch! Does that answer your question, buddy? The Adventures of Maisie, starring Ann Southern. You all remember Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer's famous Maisie pictures. In just a moment, you'll hear Maisie in radio. Starring the same glamorous star you all went to see and loved on the screen, Ann Southern. But first, your announcer. Southern as Maisie. Yep, I'm Maisie, like the man said. Maisie Revere from Brooklyn, America's most popular blues, boogie, ballad, and bebop singer and chantuzzi. At least that's the way I was billed in the band I went to Europe with. And just to make sure they didn't let a single customer get away, I was also billed as Bing Crosby's sister, Dinah Shore's cousin, and Morton Downey's aunt. We might have been sued for it, but we were operating on a shoestring. Then one day the shoestring snapped and we found ourselves stranded in the state of San Marco, a little island in the Mediterranean. Two of the musicians got jobs as stewards on a yacht, another left on a cattle boat, and the tenor sax man who doubled on clarinet, flute, trombone, and fiddle had enough money so I could crate him up and ship him off in a boat. <laughs> that left me here in the Hotel Imperial, 12 rooms in one bath. Pretty broke. Well, I guess that's the manager at the door with my bill and his suggestion for paying it. Oh, good morning. You are the wonderful Maisie Revere. Oh, well, gosh, I don't know whether to say yes or no. I'm Maisie Revere, all right, but I don't know how wonderful I am. Oh, you are. And you sing love songs so beautifully. You sound so, so... Well, as if you are really trying to express a feeling uh, that you felt. Well, the feeling I was feeling was hunger. With me, it's sort of the same feeling as love. You know, sort of empty inside. Oh, yes, I know. I feel both ways. I am in love and I am hungry, too. Well... Gee, kid, it sounds like you're in show business, too. No, but I would like to be. I would like to go to America and make a fortune. So would I. In fact, I just settled for going to America. Oh, will you take me with you when you go? I will be your maid. I will work for you for a year for nothing if you will just take me with you. Oh, well, I, I can't do that. I'm almost broke myself. Oh, an American broke. But well, you are related to all those wonderful people, J.P. Morgan, Joe DiMaggio, and Van Johnson. I think the publicity man overdid it a little. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's the manager. Oh, yes, it's Carlos. I pronounce it Carlos. Uh, what is it, Carlos? A thousand and one pardons. This bill for Miss Revere. Oh, let me have it. Thank you. Carlos, the bill is paid. A thousand and one thanks, Contessa. Uh, see that Miss Rivera's bill is delivered to me each week. Or if you prefer, uh, tear it up yourself. That is all. It shall be as you say, Contessa. Gee, 
You were offering to go to America as a maid and you're a countess? Oh, I should have introduced myself. I'm the Contessa Teresa Marlova. Gee, but you must be rich. No, San Marco has the poorest nobility in Europe. If I could just get to America and make a fortune somehow, then I would come back here and get married. The man I want to marry and I, we have waited a long time already. Yeah, that's tough. I feel the same way about my boyfriend in Brooklyn. Well, maybe something might turn up. Um, perhaps we could talk about it at dinner tonight. Let me send the carriage for you at six. Well, fine. Say, maybe we could get one of the American picture companies in Europe to come here and shoot location shots. Uh? Well, the castles on the hill are beautiful, and, and all the people wear costumes like the first act curtain of the student prince. Then maybe we can bum a ride back to the States with them. Oh, that would be wonderful. Oh, but how can you get them here? We'll send cables. Collect, of course. <laughs> we can't be sure they'll uh, accept them. Well, they would not turn them down if we signed them. His Royal Highness Prince Paul of San Marco. Oh, that's a wonderful idea. Let's do it. What can we lose? The most you could lose is your head. Oh, dear. <laughs> Miss. Gee, the Countess lives in a castle. Who else? Um, t tell me something, Cabby. Is she rich? No, she has no money at all. Gee, what a country. In San Marco, even the rich people are poor. Well, I've always wanted to see what a castle looks like on the inside. The Contessa's guest is here. Gee, look at all the servants. And with trumpets yet. Your guest is here. Hello, Maisie. Well, gee, am I glad to see you. I was afraid for a while they'd get carried away and execute me. It has happened. Um, that will be all, Captain. A thousand and one thanks, Contessa. Now, Maisie, I would like you to meet somebody whose name is very familiar to you. His Royal Highness, Prince Paul of San Marco. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no, no, Miss Revered, please don't curtsy. You're not doing it right. Oh, well, Your Highness, I, I hope you don't mind my signing your name to those cables to the film company. Oh, no, he does not mind. I only hope somebody does come here to shoot a picture. San Marco needs the money, and perhaps I could do a bit part. Something quiet and distinguished, of course, but with a few sock laughs. Uh -huh. We are both movie fans. Well, I got the idea you were in fairly comfortable, destitute circumstances. But what about all these servants? How can you afford them? Oh, that is easy. We do not pay them anything. But we see they do not starve to death. Not quite, that is. And they see that we do not starve to death. Uh, also, not quite. You mean you don't have anything that's worth anything anywhere? Well, of course, there are the oil goblets. They're solid gold. But they're sacred to the memory of my ancestors. The Saxe-Coburgs, the Destinos, the Karajorjevich, the Savoys, the... Well, I could go on and on. We married like mad in the Middle Ages. Uh, well, was the gold mined in San Marco? No, but 
If only we could start a gold rush here somehow. <laughs> you know, in the old west, they used to do what they call salting a mine. Oh? Uh-huh. They'd, they'd get some gold, scrape it off a coin or a gold cup, load it into a shotgun and shoot it into the rocks. Then they'd send the rocks to New York to be assayed. Miss Revere, what a wonderful idea. A bit larcenous, but wonderful. Oh, well, I was only saying that's what they used to do. You will do it for us, won't you? Well, um... Oh, okay. Good. good. Well, I will get you a gold goblet. You can scrape some gold from it, but you must be very careful. Remember, San Marconians are very proud, so no one must know a sacred goblet is gone. Well, you just leave it to me, Prince. I am confident the future of San Marco could not be in safer hands. I wish I were. Well, let us go into dinner. We are having squab tonight. How wonderful. <laughs> I sort of thought we might be. How did you know? I saw her chasing pigeons in the square this afternoon. Come in. Miss Revere, a thousand and one pardons, but may I talk to you a moment? Okay. But I think I know what's on your mind, Carlos. After all, you're the reason I had to plug up the keyhole and paint the transom black. Ah, Miss Revere, you're such a beautiful woman. And it is so easy to tell that you are. I send Marconian women, they're lovely too, perhaps. But whoever finds out... Well, I'll admit it's the only place I've ever been where the women all wear six petticoats and three starched blouses. And I am not ready to become a husband yet. So, Miss Revere... I have a blue convertible, one-horsepower droshky. You can drive it no hands, I suppose. Yes. Mm -hmm. So how would you like to go out riding in the moonlight with me? Uh, let me ask you a question with the same kind of answer. How would you like to have me shove you in front of a truck? I would not like that. Well, I would prefer to be shoved in front of a truck than to go riding in the moonlight with you in that horse-drawn honeymoon express. But, Miss Revere, I am a handsome man. And I have the most beautiful mustache in all of San Marco. Peachy. Furthermore, I can play lovely music on the ukulele. Carlos, don't oversell yourself. You just don't happen to be my type. But how is that possible? Well, you'd be surprised how easy it is. Now go. In that case, Miss Revere, I shall have to be masterful and use force. <laughs> go right ahead. This I gotta see. Miss Revere... Two days ago, you brought into this room one of the sacred gold goblets of the Royal House of San Marco. Did you not? I did not. I saw it. I don't care. I still didn't do anything of the sort. I saw it, and I got it. In that case, then I did. Where is it? You'd better hand it over quick. Furthermore, you scraped a lot of gold off the bottom of it. You defaced one of the royal treasures of San Marco. Now, Miss Revere, you will go riding in the moonlight with Carlos, eh? Yes? No? No. Too bad. I hate to see a pretty girl go to waste. Here she is, men! Arrest this lovely woman in the name of the Prince of San Marco! <laughs> Very good, Captain. You may go now. Gee, am I glad to see you. Quick, what happened to the goblet, Maisie? Well, Carlos at the hotel must have sneaked in my room and got it. Oh. 
He was showing it to everybody he met on the way up here to the castle. He's stirring up trouble. I'll have to punish him for this somehow. Why don't you put flat wheels on his droshky? This is not as amusing as you might think, Maisie. Oh, here comes the conch. Maisie! What's the matter, Terry? What have you done, Maisie? The whole town is up in arms. Gee, I guess I put both feet in it this time. What's happening? The people are revolting. Yeah, but they were born that way. What's happening? There is a mob outside the palace. But they can't do this. We have nothing and very little of that. But that is just what they are going to do. They are going to storm the castle and throw us in prison. And the first one they are going to hang is Maisie Revere. Gee, for the first time in my life, I'm going to be hung up in lights. The Adventures of Maisie, starring Anne Southern, will continue in just a moment. gentlemen, and revolting citizens of San Marco. If there is another idiot who would like to shoulder the entire responsibility of the island of San Marco and its people, let him speak up, right now. Seems very quiet out there. Where's Carlos? I don't want the job. I just want to revolt a little. Maybe you would all like to own your own land in San Marco. All right. I will be glad to divide the land up among you. But you will have to pay taxes. Paul, Paul, somebody is trying to get through the crowd. The captain of the guard. Let him through. A thousand and one pardons for interrupting your abdication speech. But this cablegram just came in. Thank you, Captain. Ah. Oh, this is great news. I have a cable here from the director of an independent American motion picture company. A Mr. A.C. Gull. He's coming here to shoot a movie. Oh, Maisie, we are saved. Oh, Carlos. You are calling Carlos from Carlos to Barrymore. Oh, brother. Look who's gone Hollywood in San Marco. I made the lenses of these dark glasses from a beer bottle. Look, I want to find A.C. Gull, and don't tell me to go down to the harbor, either. Mr. A.C. Gull is in the bridal suite, in rooms five and six. He is sitting in room five, 
And his stomach is overlapping into room six. Thank you. Who is marking? Shall I tell him? Come in, friend. Oh. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Gull. Um, my name is Maisie Revere. My, my, my. I didn't know they had these facilities here. Sit down, my child. How would you like to have a screen test? Uh, well, I'll be frank with you, Mr. Gull. The last director who tried to give me a private screen test had both legs in his head in a cast for five months. Are you anybody I know, Dom? Uh, no, but I've been in pictures before. Uh, what have you got for me in this one? Um, the lead, maybe? No, Dom. The lead is my new Italian discovery, Silvana Piperino. But how would you like to be script girl? Oh, nothing doing. I want to act. Now, I'm sorry, cutie pie, but I'm making a different type picture. The world's first all-brunette movie. Oh, well, wouldn't it be just my luck? But, Mr. Gull, you've got yourself a girl. Cut, 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 cut. We got to change them trumpets. What's wrong with them, Mr. Gull? Well, can't you see, doll? They ain't authentic. What do you mean? They've used the same trumpets here for 400 years. They've got to be authentic. Now, look, doll. Let me pitch up an answer to you and see if our thinking is the same. Are you a genius? Well, no. Well, I am. And I say they ain't authentic. And another thing, them, them costumes all the townspeople are wearing... Where would anybody wear costumes like that, will you tell me? Right here in San Marco, since you asked. Who asked? Was a redundant question. Well, I don't believe them. And when A.C. Gull don't believe them, the American public won't believe them either. Maisie, I want you to take all those costumes off them people and believabilize them. <laughs> Tell Teresa how, how I was today. Was he good, Maisie? Yeah, the prince really wowed him. Oh, yes, well, I don't say it was a big part, but it was important to the story and a speaking part, so <laughs> I got overscaled. Tell her about it, Maisie. Oh, well, the hero has just escaped from the dungeon of the castle. Yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> he runs out through the gate as the portcullis just misses his hip pocket. <sighs> Across the drawbridge, just as they lift it up, and jumps on his horse, who happens to be waiting there, and rides madly off. I, I wave goodbye to him. <laughs> and then the black knight and all his men come charging out into the courtyard and jump on their horses. Yes, and I'm, I'm waiting at the end of the drawbridge. And they race through the gate, under the portcullis, and thunder across the drawbridge. Yeah, I'm waiting at the end of it. Then the black knight pulls up his horse and says, Where did he go? Take it, Paul. Where? I, I point in the wrong direction and I say, he went that way. Ah, uh, well, you. You are leaving so soon, Mr. Gull, huh? Yes, Highness. We are disembarking from here in three days, Nat. And I'm going with him back to dear old Brooklyn. Oh, it must be quite a thrill. After you've been away so long. Oh, it almost makes me cry to think about it. The fog. Fog slowly lifts. We fade in a stock shot of the towers of Manhattan. Lap dissolve. And there is the Statue of Liberty. And I look at her majestic figure. 
a symbol of freedom for years to the oppressed and hungry. And I think to myself, in three hours from now, you're going to be eating cheesecake at Lindy's. You're tearing my heart out. Yeah, I guess I'm the sentimental type type, yeah. But enough of that, Highness. Here's a breakup of the course of the picture we shot here, and here is where you sign it. Oh, all right. I wonder if I should use my royal seal. Yeah, if I'd have known you had a pet seal, we would have waked him into the picture. Now, wait a minute, Your Highness. What is that you're signing? Uh, you keep out of this, Miss Nosey Nose. This deal is strictly between the prince and me. He invited me here. Naturally, he is back in the picture we shot. But I didn't say anything like that at all. And he isn't going to sign anything either. If he don't sign, I'll sue this country till it's flatter than Kansas. I have a reputation to uphold. What would they say in Hollywood if they found out that A.C. Gull shot a picture with his own money? Yeah, a man with your talent can't afford to take Kansas like that. Now take your beret and go. You'll see. I'll sue. Oh, that's tough. History beat you to the punch, Mr. Gull. San Marco has been bankrupt for 275 years. Ah, here she is. Oh, Maisie, I'm so glad you came. A plane has just landed in the harbor, and the American who came ashore from it... He's on his way up here. Oh, Maisie, it must be somebody you sent those samples of rock to. The rocks we shot full of gold with the shotgun. Well, gee, it could be. Captain, show the American right in. Very good, Your Highness. Now, let me handle this whole thing, Paul. Uh-huh. I'll do the dealing with him. Somehow, we've got to make enough money so you two can get married. Oh, I wonder if it will ever happen. Why don't we just give him the land? Then at least he will pay the taxes on it. Don't give him anything. The American mining engineer is here. Oh, how do you do? Yeah. I am Maisie Revere, agent for His Highness Prince Paul of San Marco and Her Grace Countess Teresa Morlova. Yeah, well, I'm Joe Bascom from MGM. In case you didn't know, that stands for Minerals Gold and Metal Company. Oh. Your Highness, Mr. Bascom. Your uh, Grace, Mr. Bascom. How do you do? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll get right down to cases. We're interested in the uh, uh, metal deposits here in San Marco. Mm-hmm. We're willing to pay a small amount for suitable land and gamble on finding the ore we want. Well, you mining engineers don't do much gambling. I sent samples out to a few other places, and we're not interested in small amounts, are we, Your Highness? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, well... You can uh, see His Highness is very firm about it. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, incidentally, we found a lot of powder marks on the ore sample you sent us. It uh, rather puzzled us. Oh? Oh, well, um, that's, that's very easy to explain, isn't it, Countess? Oh, oh yes, it, it is very easy to explain. <laughs> you explain it to him, Paul. Uh, oh, no, no, you tell him, Maisie. Uh, well, uh, well, somebody tell me. Uh, well, okay, I'm ready now. You see, I shot the samples of ore loose from the rock. There was gold in the rocks, wasn't there? Yes, but strangely enough, it was gold alloy, and not gold the way it's found naturally. How do you explain that? Well, this is a very rich country, and they use gold buckshot. Yeah, well, I don't think I'm much interested in a deal here. We probably couldn't get together on price. 
Well, I guess not. Goodbye. Uh, no, 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 no. Don't go. You must stay. Uh, well, yes, you must stay for dinner, Mr. Vasco. Now, if you'll excuse me, I believe I'll just run along. And, oh, and... I'd just love to have a handsome dinner partner like you. Uh, on second thought, I'll stay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> What's that sound? like another plane overhead. Yes, Count, this is probably another mining engineer. Oh, just a second. Let me look out the window. Easy, the land quick. No, wait. Well, that's the United Ore and Metal Company's plane. I'll make a quick deal with you. Oh, well, that's more like it. We want a 20% cut of all the ore mined in the next two years and a $25,000 advance. That's a deal. It is? I'll be darned. Maisie, now we can get married. Well, I told you I'd do it. And I'm one woman who's a man of her word. Well, now, we've got to have a name for the mine. And I suggest we call it the Royal Wedding Gold Mine. Is that all right, Mr. Baskin? Uh, you can call it anything you want to, but it's not going to be a gold mine. That rock is the richest manganese ore I've ever seen in my life. It's worth billions, billions. <laughs> In just a moment, we shall return to the adventures of Maisie. Marco was concerned, the manganese turned out to be a gold mine, and it's a model country now with all modern conveniences. You probably read about the royal wedding in the paper. It was very fancy, and there were kings with jobs, and kings who were sort of at liberty, and kings who dived under the table every time a firecracker went off. <laughs> I don't know whether you saw who caught the bridal bouquet in the papers or not, but it was Lady Maria Teresa of San Marco, and guess who that was? Yep. It was me. The day before the wedding, Prince Paul called me out in front of everybody and reached for his sword. I thought for a moment it was going to be a public execution. <laughs> but instead, he touched my shoulder with it and made me a member of the nobility. And now I can do something I've always wanted to do. I can always say I'm a lady. And what's more, I can prove it. Well, come on, noble feet. It's been a hard day. Take this lady to bed. You've just heard The Adventures of Maisie, starring Anne Southern. Maisie was written by John L. Green. Original music was composed and conducted by Harry Zimmerman. Supporting cast included Joan Banks, Gerald Moore, Sidney Miller, Hans Conried, Hi Everback, and Arthur Q. Bryan. Jack McCoy speaking. <laughs>